Smokey the shell, Smokey. Blow him. Come on. If you guys had one life, God gave you one life, right? Give you this one time. You only gonna be on the planet one time. This way, what are you gonna do? Okay, that's the question we ask. What you gonna do, Hawaiians? What you gonna do? Okay. Oh man, hey, first of all, the attitude of gratitude, right? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna try, we're gonna bro, we're gonna talk about the law of attraction today, cause you know, I know, I know, I get these DMs and the, and now people messaging me on Facebook too, right? So I get DMs in Instagram, I get messages on Facebook, I get messages in TikTok, I get bro, people even okay, so so people are starting to listen to us from Rizzo. We're pulling from Rizzo right now. We ran one the kind. Uh, you know, we're just mentioning, right, that we get on podcasts. <laughs> we mentioned about Rizzo. Bro, you should have seen, bro, like over 600 people like, jump on them. Anyway, uh, so, bro, we, we want to start the attitude of gratitude. Always starting with gratitude. We like to say thank you very much to the people of Hawaii, first of all. Because without the people of Hawaii, there is no Junior Kegel ever Junior. I'm sorry. This, it would not have been possible. But the number one state still is California. Okay, so I don't know. Maybe California is this into podcasts. So number one is California. Number two is Texas, the Lone Star State. We want to say mahalo to you guys in Texas. Thank you very much. Uh, we also want to say how's it to uh, uh, some some friends of ours uh, in Texas. You know who you are, Harriet. Harriet in Texas. She knows. You know she and she been sharing our podcast. Harriet, thank you very much. We love you, Harriet. You know that. You know that, right? Yeah, because she she share them and then her son, right? And her son, her son Todd, Todd, we like to say how's it to Todd, right? We don't like mention last names and people go, oh, you know, you get about get about thirteen million Todds, right, in the United States. Okay, Todd, Mahalo, he knows which he knows which Todd he is. Well, we we hope he knows which Todd he is, right? Okay, Harriet and Todd, Mahalo, thank you guys in Texas. All right, now, uh, so the United States breaks down that way. It's like California, Texas, Hawaii, and everybody else. We'd like to say mahalo to all you guys. Ireland, the Netherlands, Ghana, Canada, United Kingdom, Bangladesh, Australia, Brazil, Slovakia, Israel, Poland, Philippines, Germany, South Africa, Russia, Japan, France, Italy, Belgium, Romania, Vietnam, Peru, and Austria. We'd like to say mahalo to you guys. Okay, so our largest demo uh, is the 35 to dead group. Okay, so no, for real, for real. 35 plus, that's our audience right there. Okay, uh, some some twenty eight to thirty four year olds uh, used to listen to us, and they're gone now. See, because you guys can tell. In I used to do radio, and in radio you gotta wait for the demographics. You gotta wait for the book. You get the trends first, then you get the book. Well, right now I can tell you that that's uh, yeah. We can tell in real time. We can wake up tomorrow and tell you if there if there's a hundred or ten or five twenty eight year olds tomorrow, 
it will show on the reading. Uh, so that's how that's how we know. The 0 to 70, so basically what happened is the 23 to 27-year-olds are listening. Okay, that we could tell you that. And the teenagers went away. <laughs> the teenagers went away. 0 to 17, gone. 18 to 22, gone. 28 to 34, gone. 23 to 27, 4%. And everything else is 35 to dead. Okay, so who want to model you guys that are not dead? Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so the males is 88%. Females, 12%. So the males have actually gone up while the females have decreased, right? Because the females, they're like, they got better things to do. They get, they get, yeah, they got a lot of stuff to do. All right, non-binary, 0%. Non-specified, 0%. So our audience knows exactly who they are. <laughs> they know exactly. They know if they're male or if they're female or, or whatever. Now, we're going to talk about the podcast, okay? Not for the stats. We've got to give you small guy stats because we've got to give you the mahalos. And um, we got to thank everybody, first of all. Thank you very much. You know, this was Augie T's idea. And I always say this because, bro, I got to thank Augs, brother Augs. So, I mean, I know he's he's too busy running. He's running for office right now, actually. Augie T, right? Okay, so he's running for office in, in Hawaii. He's running for city council. And it, um, I think, I predict he will be the next brand new council face on on a, on the council i predict that i predict a win for augie t now if augie don't win something's really wrong <laughs> something's really wrong okay augie t is like right everybody knows who he is and you know everybody i mean to be fair everybody knows who his opponent is yeah we know him we know who his opponent is a seasoned professional politician but you see that's where that's where you you know sometimes right look at donald trump right you know, this is not a political podcast. I'm just saying. We're going to talk about the law of attraction. But I could lead off with Donald Trump because he is the number one classic example of the law of attraction in action. Okay? So Donald Trump wasn't a politician. Right? He was a business guy. Boom. Landslide. He's inside. Right? He's president. Okay? All the other politicians was having a WTF moment. Right? Okay. So anyway, but but, you know, to get to the law of attraction... No, in the law of attraction, you know, it's not that this is this is not magic, this is not voodoo, this this is not the guy, and you know, you go, it's not it's not a Hawaiian chance like that. It's not nothing like that. Every human being, it's built into every human, okay? Because you have a conscious mind, you have a subconscious mind, you have a paradigm. It it's there. Okay. Now with these these things that you have internally, okay, and God is inside. God is inside. God is not out. I hate to tell you guys, but there is no external savior. Nobody's coming through the clouds to save you. Okay? Now, we talk... I mean, you know, we, we talk about some esoteric stuff, but not too much. Because we don't want to boggle your mind and we don't want people offended and, you know, and stuff like that, right? But I will tell you that God is very real. But God is in here. You, you're a partner with God. You guys co-create us. Okay, you're a co God, God and you, you guys co-create, right? Because when you look out at, at the vast landscape, okay, right now I'm looking over Honolulu International Airport and I'm seeing the Hawaiian Air jets parked on the side and, you know, and I can't help but think of how they was overcharging everybody for bags and everything. Now they're hurting. You see, there, there's always, there's always a balance, Hawaiians, is what I'm saying, right? So, so, you know, before everybody was, Oh, it was, oh, man, expensive. They charge for every little thing, right? Well, you know, 
karma is real. I'm just saying. I'm not saying this is about Hawaiian Air. I'm just saying it. I'm looking at the jets right there and they ain't working. They, they parked on the tarmac. And that is spooky. That is spooky because we rely on tourism. Over 900 businesses in Hawaii has failed, right? So we, we're, in, we're in very delicate times in, in Hawaii and in the United States and in the world. Now, when you have a when you have a weakness point, right? That's where the strength, the guys with the strengths, right? Or people in power or whatever you want to call it, right? They see that and they go, oh, okay, now this is a good time, right? And sometimes they plan for that time is what I'm saying. In the animal kingdom, you know the weaklings, right? And and what happens? What to get preyed upon? Because why? Because they're the weakling. Okay, all right. So, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure all this stuff out. But with the law of attraction, it's in every single human being. Okay? And all you got to do, all you got to do is have faith. Okay? Now, a lot of people, we'll talk about faith, small kind. Okay? A lot of people say, oh, I have faith. I have faith. I have faith. You know, I got taught faith by, by, a, by a young girl. And she, and she told me, no worry, no worry. She's my Hanai daughter. Right? And, and she said, no worry, Dad. No worry, she's coming, Dad. She said, no worry, Dad. No worry, it'll be all right. I, I don't know what you're worried for. And then she kept telling me, right, about this, this you know, law of attraction stuff. I didn't believe her, right? And then I noticed that right when we really needed the money for said, this was way before my companies. This is, we had one company back in the day. We had one company was doing okay. We wasn't doing skyrocketing business or anything. We didn't expand. We not, before all of that happened, and and I used to worry, right? And oh man, how are we gonna do this? How are we gonna pay that? How are we gonna do this? How you know? And the how is always God's job. I didn't know that at the time. She knew that. And she was telling me, Dad, no worries, no worries, didn't know everything gonna happen. No worries, money gonna come. Everything gonna be fine. And guess what happened? Money came. Guess what happened? Everything was fine. Okay? Now, all that energy that I put into the worry part. So, worry is praying for something bad to happen. Okay? So, in the law of attraction, there is no worry. There's patience. You got to wait. You just got to wait. And things will unfold and work in your benefit because of whatever actions you choose. So, now, if you're in worry, you're creating a low vibration. Okay, if you if you're in struggle, you're creating a low vibration. If you're in anger, you are in a low vibration. Okay, now the other side of the coin, right? If you're happy, you're in a high vibration. If if you're joyful and you're laughing and you're having fun, that's why I do the podcast, bro. Come in here, I have fun. I have fun for 40, 45, whatever they let me do. I have fun for for whatever minutes I can, right? And I have fun. I'm not on here stressing. I'm not on here, you know. Sure, I tell you guys what happened in my life, but ah, that's that's all power already. This is the new chapter. I'm telling you guys about the old chapters because, you know, when I was experiencing my my young chapters, right? Those first chapters, you know, when you get out in the world. and wait, the, the first chapter was on disaster. It was called my 20s. After that, you know, things are even out. But I had an uncle for, for guide me. I had on life coach. I had a life coach. It was my uncle. And my uncle was, you know, and I, I never know he was life coaching. He never knew he was, well, he knew he was life coaching, but that's not what it was called. It's called a life coach now. But so, so he, you know, 
uncovered all this stuff for me. Here, read this. Here, read that. Here, do this. Here, here read your Bible. Go there. Come on, we're going Bible study. And hey, come on, we're going over here. Read that. Look at this. Look at the government. They're doing this. Do that. Just open your eyes. You know. So, so a lot of stuff, right? I had to, I had to embrace different modes of thought. I had to go. Okay, I see this one way, but it could be this other way. And I had to, I had to look at it both ways. I had to weigh them out. Go, okay, if it walks like a duck, it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it could be a chicken doing a good impression of a duck. You see what I'm saying? It could, it could be one chicken in one duck suit, right? And you get the quack down. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying, always. So, I mean, because no, for real, right? Now, when you look at the political scene and, and all of that, right, you start seeing this. All right, now, Donald Trump, right? Is the first and foremost guy, right? Because he, bro, he can push your buttons. He can push, bro, he, he pushed my buttons a couple of times, right? And he pushes people's buttons and we see this. You know, he, he's the kind of guy, right? He'll go out and he'll say some stuff and it'll make half of the country erupt in anger and, and whatever, frustration and disgusting and all that kind of stuff, right? And then, Right? You find out in a... Look at the Russian collusion. Nothing happened. Right? He was absolved. All of that. Right? But everybody was like, yeah, this time we're going to get him. This time we're going to get... And what is he doing? He's he's pushing the buttons. Right? Okay, now, I'm not saying you got to be one button pusher. I'm not saying that. But he believes in himself more than, more than anything. Okay? I hope he believes in God more than himself. But, but the order that we were taught, right, is God is first. God is number one. You believe in God first. Number two, you believe in you, right? And, and you love thy neighbor as yourself. But you got to love yourself first before you can love your neighbor. So love God more than you love yourself, right? Love yourself. That's what they, don't, they don't teach you that. They don't teach you self-love. And they, oh, that's, that's new age. Oh, that's a, that's a new age thing. Bull crap. Look at all the guys. Look at Andrew Carnegie. Look at look at John D. Rockefeller. All them guys, right? They had nothing but love for themselves. And and they did love other people. But the majority of those people, you know, they, they was all in a circle. See, they took care of the, the people they took care of, right? But there were so many people outside that circle. And they all looked at those guys and they were all, well, that's, that's all evil stuff. Well, some of the stuff they did was in the name of control. Some of the stuff that they did, right? But look at Donald Trump and the way he believes in him. So he was standing there as he goes, nobody loves black people more than me. He <laughs> would make that kind of statements, right? And and you know, I gotta I gotta I gotta agree, Hawaiians. It is grandiose, you know, and he does appear to be somewhat of a narcissist. He he kind of appears to be. I don't know whether he is or not, right? I I never diagnosed him, I know I'm a doctor, I know it, bah, I don't worry about that kind of stuff. He is who he is, right? But he, what he does is working. And who is it working for, Hawaiians? Well, it's working for a lot of people. But primarily, it's working for him. He's making it work for him, right? And that's all he, you know, he's there to do a job. He's not there to make friends. He's there to do a job. Get back, back when I was doing radio, back when I was, you know, doing that what you call climbing the ladder. Back when I was climbing the ladder, 
I wasn't worried about, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I tried to make friends, right? Because I figured, well, if you make friends, maybe it's a little easier. Maybe it's a little easier to climb that ladder. Maybe it's a little easier to, maybe if I make friends with these guys, then I can get in with these guys. And maybe when I get in with these guys, then, you know, I can achieve my goals, okay? <clears throat> wrong. Wrong, Hawaiians. Wrong. I had them wrong. I was doing them wrong. Okay, first of all, the guys that was pretending to be my friends was just pretending. But it was pretending, right? And you get you got these guys all over the place, frenemies, right? But I believed in what I was doing, and I was nice to them. And a lot of times, you know, when you do that, you get taken advantage of, and it's okay. It's not on you. It's on them. Mm. If you're sincere to somebody, and you, you're giving to somebody, and you're actually, you know, authentic to somebody and they take advantage of you or they, they, they purporting to be something else or whatever, it's not on you, Hawaiians. It's on them. Never mind. Let them go. It's their karma. They're going to suffer the consequences, right? Bro, I used to work with this guy. I used to play games with everybody. One day, the, the doctor told him he had something that he never really, she thought he had something, right? He never knew he had. Boom, the karma hit him. Bam, he, for a long time, for a long time, he was not quite the same. It's what I'm saying. So, so you cannot, you cannot, you know, you cannot outwardly mess with people like that. See, Donald Trump is all about, he's all about him, right? And he'll stand there. He goes, nobody understands this more than me. Nobody loves this more than me. Nobody sticks up for the Mexicans more than me or whatever, right? Mexican-Americans or whatever. So he's. He's, he's after support. He's after people to jump on his side. But the thing is, he delivers as well. We had a guy here in Hawaii like that. His name was Frank Fossey. He was the mayor of Honolulu, the city county of Honolulu. Bro, Frank Fossey believed in himself, bro. Let me tell you, right? And, you know, we did, on, we did almost an old podcast on Frank Fossey. I told you the story. But Frank Fossey believed in himself. There's a difference between... A politician that believes in himself and a politician who's bought and paid for and takes orders. I can tell you Frank Fossey never take orders. That's why he never became governor. Because the, the powers that be that, were, that had the wall around the governor's office, right? That controlled things. Those guys, they were deathly afraid of Frank Fossey. He would have broke down those walls. He would have done all kinds of stuff. He would have he turned the political institution of Hawaii inside out. And of course, that was not in their best interest, so they did everything to keep them out. And they were successful. And it's okay. It wasn't on Frank Fossey. See what I'm saying? You know, but then those those guys are all gone. You know, everything's everything's they, they're gone, but the legacy is still there. The machine is still there. You know, when you look at Donald Trump and he he's telling you all kinds of stuff and you go, ah oh, bro, this guy, this guy is too much, but he's you know he don't know what he's talking about. And then when the investigations happen, all this stuff happen, you find out, oh, well, okay, well, we can't pin that on him. Let's try something else, <laughs> right? You got to look for something else now. Okay, so he's a master at that. He's very skilled at that. He's a negotiator. If you read The Art of the Deal, his book, he is he is doing chapter two. Just read chapter two. You know, like read the whole book. Just go, if you have Kindle books, you can you can read them for free. Go on Amazon, download The Art of the Deal, read Chapter 2. <laughs> That's Donald Trump in a nutshell. I mean, you know, so 
So, so that's a guy who believes in himself. What's the difference between the guys who believe and the guys who don't believe in themselves? Well, here's what happens. Fear and self-doubt. Now, this is the law of attraction. Fear and self-doubt. What are you afraid of, Hawaiians? There is no boogeyman. There is no boogeyman. There are bullies. There's plenty of bullies. We get bullied by network news. We get bullied by co-workers. We get bullied by, right? Okay, now, if you do your own business, right, the, the worst the bullies can do is, is have people shut their doors on you. But that, that, to me, that, that's called Tuesday. <laughs> that happens all the time, Owens. That's nothing new. Yeah, and they will go to the guy. Hey, you know this guy, bro. Well, you know, and they will they will either spread false rumors or this and that or whatever they're gonna do, right? Or or this guy, bro, you won't comedian, but you, know, you cannot do this kind of stuff. You see? You know? And and boom, the doors close, right? And and you know we're doing fine, Hawaiians. We're doing fine. You know why? Because God is real. Okay, so this is what I got. This is the message that you gotta hear. You gotta hear this. God is real. Okay, and so so my mom always told me. My mom always told me, she goes, you don't need those guys. You don't need those guys. And she tell me on the phone, right? Because, because you know, the conversation started out like, Ma, you know, you're not going to guess what happened. You know, you're not going to guess what these guys did to me and they think I don't know. And 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 so-and-so and come back and tell me, Ma, you're not going to believe this. And I, and I would tell my mom. And my mom would listen because she's a mom, right? And she would listen. And, and then she goes, you don't need those guys. And so, so what she meant was, I didn't make, I didn't need to, to appease them. I didn't need to make friends with them. I didn't need, you know, she, she, her point was, her point was, look, you like go live your dream, go live your dream, but they're not necessary for you to live your dreams. They're, they're not important in that way. And, and I was like, you know, she goes, you got your own thing going on. Why you need them? In other words, in, in a way, she was telling me, why are you getting greedy? Why why you let go on their stage? You get your own stage. I said, but yeah, this is different, right? And she always told me, you don't need them. You don't need them. Well, you know, in a certain sense, she's right, Hawaiians. And I will tell you the same thing. You don't need them. Okay, now I don't know who them is in your world, but you don't need them. You don't need them. All you need is that connection with that higher power that people call God, Jesus Christ, Allah, whatever that is for you in your world, okay? And you got to tap into that. And that's what you need to give gratitude for, you know? And, and that's what you need to uh, empower your life with. That's what you need right now. And that's all you need. Because your life path will unfold. You are here for a reason. You got to find your purpose. You got to find your reason. Some people never do. Some people are employed by the, the company, right? They live for the company. They die. You remember back in the day? I'm a company man, right? So, so I was working with this guy, this, uh, this radio station group. He wasn't on this jockey. He was, he was working the business side. And then, and then, so I wanted to be fair about the whole thing. And I was getting actually, at one point, I was getting way more than I was giving because, because this guy was just, he was good to me. I mean, he was really good to me. He go, okay, yeah, boom, 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 boom. And I, I was like, whoa, I was getting way more than I was working for, in other words, right? And I told him, I said, hey, well, well what about the company? And he's, I can't, I, I, can't, I don't like swear on the podcast, so I'm not going to tell you his exact words, but he said, screw the company. <laughs> and, like, and, like, and that's when I started, and this was, bro, this was 20 years ago. And that's when I started thinking, like, Okay, yeah, you know what? The company man kind of thinking, the stuff I grew up with, that that's that's old school already. Mm-hmm.
And a lot of people are like that now. But the, the thing is, on the other side of the fence, Hawaiians, the corporations are so big. The, the companies are so huge that employ so many people, right? You got to make a choice. Okay, I'm going to sing their song <laughs> and I'm going to be in their choir or not. You know, then I got to go make my own choir. <laughs> you know, so you got to go build your own stuff. You got to do your own thing. That is the, the road that is hard to travel. That's the road. That's the hardest road. If you chose that life, if you chose that road, okay, you know, like, and you could be anything. You could be an attorney. You could be an attorney. You could be something, you know, that makes a lot of money, right? Attorneys make money. Now, if you go and pursue your own firm and you build your own firm, you know, one of my friends did that. He built his own firm from the ground, from, from that one practice, from one, from just him. And then now, Huge partners, and now they multi-million-dollar corporation, legal corporation. You see, and and he's a he's a good personal friend. You see what I'm saying? So I'm a small dog. I'm a small dog. You know, a lot of a lot of my friends like that. I'm the smallest dog. Okay, because my philosophy is right. If if you're the, and this is not I didn't make this up. I'm just saying that this is this is how I think, right? Because I heard this a long time ago. And they said, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I know guys, I see guys every day. You see, a lot of these guys in the entertainment world, they will surround themselves with, you know, uh, let's be kind and say uh, inferior uh, subordinates or whatever. You know what I'm saying, right? So these other guys, the cronies, cronies, there you go, cronies. They will surround themselves with cronies. But their intelligence level, right, is like way below theirs. And I noticed this, and I learned this, I learned this in the entertainment world. If you're the star of the show, okay, you're not going to hire somebody to be on the show that will outshine you. You will hire somebody just a step below you or a couple steps below, a step and a half below you. You're not going to, you're not going to hire somebody that will outshine you. Okay, and if you have control in the industry, if you have a say or influence in the industry, when somebody comes along that poses a threat to that, you can push them out, or you can keep them at arm's length, or you can make sure that they they don't get you know the kind of attention or sponsorship or whatever you backing or go contracts or whatever, and and because that's your competition, you gotta protect your puka, like they say in in Hawaii. And this, this goes for every place. But this is just human nature. This is what you're a human, right? So, so in your head, if you're satisfied for, with what you have, you got to be grateful for what you have. You don't have to be satisfied, right? Because if people build bigger companies and then they, then they want to build bigger after that, you know? So like one, one philosopher said, well, if we give you the world tomorrow, now you're king of the world, the next day you're going to want the moon, you see? And that's human nature. That's us. Now, if, now, if you if you're the kind, you get oh, okay. Well, I'm happy with what I have. I don't want to get any better. I don't want to be a better human being. I don't want anything better. I don't want anything bigger. I don't want anything more. Then you just you know, you just kind of existing, and and maybe that's good for you. You know, maybe that's good for you. See, whatever is good for you, you know, and you know it's good because it feels good. Okay, focus on that. That's what you do. See, now you can be the author of your life with a pen and a pad, a writing pad. And you can take that pen. 
and you can start designing your life. You can start writing, you know, how you how do you want your day to be tomorrow? Okay? Write them out today. Write out the whole day what you plan tomorrow. Write out the whole thing. Guess what's going to happen tomorrow? Most of what you wrote down will probably take effect. It will probably happen. Right? Okay, so so the point is you have control over your life. You do, but you got you to gotta use one pen, one pad. You got to start planning. You got to start planning. Now, for those guys that surround themselves with inferior guys, you know, because guys, guys not as smart as they are, but, and you see these guys all the time. They're all over the place. I saw these guys for years and years and years, and they surround themselves with, you know, and that's, and that's cool. And that's cool. You know, that's cool for them. If that makes them feel secure in their world, fine. But you know what? If you're the smartest person in the room, you're never going any place. You're not going to learn anything. You're going to stay at the same. You see what I'm saying? You know, so so I, I in, in my world, my room is full of big dogs. I'm the littlest dog. I make sure I'm the littlest dog. Because if I'm the big dog in the room, eh, where are I going? What do I want to learn? You see what I'm saying? So, and, and another thing, if, if you really want to make your life better and the law of attraction and then bring better things into your life, you got to share what you learn. Share what you learn. You know, there's nothing worse, Hawaiians, right? Than the guy that climbs the ladder. Then he gets to the top of the ladder and he kicks the ladder out from under him and he don't say nothing. That's old school. That's old school. That's what they did in the old school. You know, you, I mean, you try asking your great-grandfather or your grandfather, you know, wow, how you, how you did this or did that? Or, most of them, they don't like talk. That's right. You know, and they, so they don't share, see? And, and the beauty, part of the beauty about YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff is to get videos. And people start sharing on videos. And so this helps the young kids. The young kids that are coming into the world, the 18-year-olds, even younger than that, right? 12, 13-year-olds, there you go. 13, 14, right? Teenagers. As soon as they get to be teenagers, right? They're hopping on. They're learning. They're watching. You know, these kids are born with the world in the palm of their hand. Right? With all this information, good and bad, right? Because there's real and there's fake, right? There, there is fake news and then there is real news, right? But these, these kids have all access to all of that that we never had, you know? So they're much smarter than we, were, we are and, and they're much more knowledgeable than we were at their age. And, and it's just going to increase from there. It's just going to increase from there. But the law of attraction says that unless you believe in yourself, Right? Because if you do, what happens when you don't? The fear and doubt kicks in. And when fear and doubt kicks in, what do you do? You second guess yourself. And when you second guess yourself, what is that? You see what I'm saying? Now, now you're doubting that the thing will turn out. You know, so say, say you want a position in a company. Now you focused on that position. Okay, I'm going to be executive vice president. I'm going to be executive vice president. Pretty soon, one day, somebody says something. And you're thinking to yourself, man, I wonder if. I wonder if I ever go and really be executive vice president. You see? And that's doubt. Okay? And it's also fear. Doubt is rooted in fear. Okay? Because if, if you're doubting something, there's fear at the very bottom of it. Right? And so you start thinking, oh, man, I don't, gee, I don't know. You see, when, when I was going out to do this entertainment thing, what I, the only thing I did know is I could, pu- I could do this. I could pull this off. I was looking for the door. Right? The right door to knock on to, to open it. That was the way I was thinking. Okay, that, that door never existed. 
I mean, it, it, we did knock on doors, but I'm saying the door that that opened for me that I went through, and I I didn't knock on the door. The door opened for me, right? The door opened for me, and and it all started is all started on a radio show, that part of it, right? But but it was it was a journey that started way before that, but that was the magic part of it. So there's always that opportunity. So when preparation meets opportunity. That's where success happens. Mm-hmm. But you got to prepare. See, now, if, if that happened, if that moment happened for me, you know, that, that radio experience happened for me and I wasn't prepared, I wouldn't know what to do, how to capitalize on it, how to, how to, how to you know, go from one, two, three, A, B, C, whatever. I, I wouldn't have that plan. But I planned that stuff years ago. Once that opportunity happened, boom, you know, and then thanks to, thanks to haters, right? No, you, you got to thank your haters. You got to be grateful for it. I'm very grateful for those two people that went into the, the, to, to the boss's office and said, uh, you know, uh, well, we, and, and he used his girlfriend as the example and said, uh, well, you know, she, she really doesn't feel comfortable with Junior in the studio. <laughs> you see? And so this was the, this was the attempt. At killing off Junior, like at the very beginning, you know, you could say cutting him off at the knees, kind of thing, right? Okay, that was an attempt, and because of that attempt, right? Because that happened, I got the phone call. It was me and my me and my girlfriend was parked at the beach park, and we got the phone call explaining all of this, right? And this was a guy that that was letting me know what happened from the inside, right? He was giving me the inside scoops. I was looking at my, my chick and she was in the car. And this was my girlfriend. It was a relationship. And and I was looking at her and she was looking at me and we was like, mm, our eyes was wide open going, oh, oh, yeah, really? And we was listening to this guy. And he was telling us the whole story. Okay, so after he finished, right, I dropped her off back in her office because we was finished eating lunch. And I went back to my office. And I said, you know what? Because I had on company. Actually, I had two companies at that point. At that point, I had a production company and I had a, I had a singing school at that point. We had two companies. That, so it was, was like halfway down the road. We was like, well, not halfway, but almost. And, and so, was, you know, so I said, you know what? I was thinking, like, what are I going to do? What are I going to do? Hmm. Then the light bulb went on. Okay. Now, this is how God works, right? So, and this is law of attraction. Law of attraction. You focus on what you want, right? Not what you don't want. So I wasn't focused on these guys and, and whatever they was doing, right? It kind of irked me a little bit because I kind of knew this guy didn't like me, but I didn't know he would go that far. You see what I'm saying? So so I, I got an idea and it's still in flashing my head. And God said, okay, or intuition or that feeling that comes over you, right? The intuition, the feeling, voice of God, whatever you want to call that. That said, bro, go to the bank. And go pull out money and work from the outside in. And that's exactly what I did. I went to the bank. I pulled out money, right? I went I went to Office Depot and I got one picture. It was called Microsoft Picture It. Because those days I was using Microsoft. Microsoft Picture It program, right? How to do graphics, right? And I made the most ridiculous, loud, colorful, you know, crappy graphics you could ever make right 
And and I put them on posters. I went to the thing. I paid the guy. I said, hey, I want, give me 1,000 posters. And I, I mean, color posters. Now, in those days, only had black and, uh, black and yellow posters and black and white posters. Because it was cheaper, right? They would pound them out. Just put them on telephone poles, everything, all, all over the place. Stores in the front of the, you know, the Korean liquor stores. They get all the kind. Yeah, put them up like. So, so it was all black and white. So I did mine in color. I was like, okay, let's make them big splash. Yeah. And and because I, I had the money to 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 do it with, right? Because I pulled them out of the company. So my company was paying for it, not me. Never come out of my personal account, right? Because we can write them off on tax. So I'm like, okay, boom, there you go. And and so then I'm, I cut one deal with this guy. And and we used to we used to tease him like like just amongst ourselves. We used to call him the poster putter upper. Because he had this had this commercial, right? Mr. Poster put her up already. Well, it was a beer commercial. Long story, not important. But we 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 used to call him the poster put her upper, and that was his job, bro. He went to every. He had a relationship with all these merchants. I mean, if I would have known better back in the day, I would have used him as a distribution guy for products, cause he had a relationship with all these businesses, like all over the island. And the relationship was, can I put a poster on the front of your store? And everybody was, oh, yeah, 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 go, go. And and he was such a nice guy. He was such a good guy. He really was. I miss that guy. He, he lives in the mainland now. And and he used to put up these posters all over the place. I mean, he, his whole day was putting up posters all over the island. Okay, so so we did that. And he did that for me. And I fulfilled my end on the business side, and we took care of him. And, and because of that arrangement, I started working from the outside in. Now it was impossible to kill me off. You see, to kill off the character, to take him off the radio today, because now we, we had we had we had invested, okay, not only in promoting the brand, but in promoting the brands that that the brand was on, the radio station, everything. TV shows, everything. We had sponsors. We had, well, they weren't sponsors. They were clients. So we put them on, right? So we would advertise on these posters, put them all over the island at no expense. No expense. They paid us in merchandise. Okay, so we did a trade deal for that. And 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 when you do a trade deal, then the, you know, IRS don't get involved. You know, you don't get involved with all that kind of stuff. You don't need to. And so we did that, you know, because for us was, was it. We're already getting on tax write off. Why we wouldn't charge money on this stuff? So, so boom, the thing went out and, and then everything was, you know, we were focused on what we wanted. We wanted to, to be that, the entertainment dude, the comedy dude, all of that. We wanted to be that. And so we focused on that. And, and guess what? They couldn't get rid of us. They couldn't get rid of us because it was in their best interest to, to keep it going. Right. And because the guy that, that made sure that, that I stayed, you know, where I was, totally understood where I was coming from and he knew I wasn't doing it out of a bad intention you see he knew he knew what I wanted to do and he was watching me do it and he was watching me do the steps and I think he got a kick out of it I, I think he thought it was funny I mean you know and he, he was he was enjoying it he, he was enjoying it and and he saw me turn lemons into lemonade and he was going whoa yeah I, th- I just think he he just had fun watching I think that was it. It was it was like an amusement thing for him. But here's what I can tell you. When you focus on what you want rather than what you don't want, Hawaiians. Okay? So so when you when you look at somebody like President Trump and he's out there, you know, he's pushing buttons, right? 
but look at what he's done. I mean, he's built buildings, and yeah, okay, he, he inherited some money from his dad. He didn't inherit everything from his dad, and yeah, he lost money, right? So we just came out in the news, oh, he paid 700 in taxes the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So here's a, here's another thing you gotta you gotta keep in mind, Owens. So there 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 is a system, and when you work the system, Donald Trump knows how to work the system. He's had it's five bankruptcies or whatever, right? So when you know how to work the system, you know people go, oh, I don't like bankruptcy because then that kind of guy not gonna go be on my record for ten years, gonna be Owens, Owens. Sometimes the bankruptcy is a business move. You know, it's a business move. It's not. It, it's a strategy. It's part of a strategy. It's not failure. It's not. Well, maybe if you never go back in business, but if you file a reorganization bankruptcy, okay, and you reorganizing, and you, you know, so long story. But I'm just saying, right? There are some things that are done as business moves. Yes, there are casualties sometimes. There's casualties on the other end. There's people that don't get paid. There's people sometimes. That happens, right? There's the cause and effect. There's always the effect coming out of the cause, okay? But when you believe in yourself, this is the, the heart and, and soul and core of this podcast. When you believe in yourself and you just keep taking the baby steps, like I always tell you guys, take the baby steps, the doors will open. Not only will the doors open, the doors cannot slam shut on you after you get in the door, Right? I mean, people can push you out, but nine times out of ten, right? Who's your partner? Who's your partner, Owens? That's right. God. God is your partner. Now, if God is your partner, why are you scared? Why are you scared? Okay, so you guys in the mainland, or you guys around the world, <laughs> people in Vietnam right now, okay? Why are you afraid? Let's put it that way. Why are you afraid? If God is your partner, if that divine source within you, if that divine spirit that you are a part of, that every human being is a part of, and you are taking the lead. You got to be the leader. You got to lead because if you're not leading, then you're following something else. You're following somebody else. You got to be the leader, not for anybody else. You got to be the leader for you. Now, if other people want to follow you, okay, there's plenty of people following me. Plenty of people. I set the tone for a lot of stuff in this town, in in the entertainment and and. Uh, you know, entertainment industry, radio, whatever, TV, whatever, all those people. Yeah, I set the tone for a lot of stuff. You know, the colored posters, that was one. That was, that's just one. You know, a lot of, lot of other things. How, how business was conducted, how people dressed, how, you know, the professional kind. You know, so you don't go up to somebody and go, hey, you know what? If you like, do this. If you like, get to the next level. You got to dress better. You, know, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. What you got to do is you got to show them. You got to just show up. Show up. Just dress good. You know. Show. Every time you show up in public. You're not dressed like a slob. Okay. You're demonstrating a couple things. Consistency. And congruency. Right. Because you know. And and you know. Getting getting to the congruency part. If somebody sees you one way all the time. That's who you are. If they see you one way. Today. And then a couple days later. They see you in shorts and t-shirt. And then. The next day they see you in suit and tie. Next day they see you. Pretty soon it's like, okay, you know, whatever. If you want that consistent imaging, that consistent, right? You know, and I was taught this from small. You know, it's like, okay, what do you like to do? 
well, you, you wanna you wanna be a you wanna be a performer, you wanna be a celebrity, you wanna be the king. Okay, you gotta you gotta dress like one, you gotta act like one, you gotta be humble, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. There was a laundry list of stuff I had to do, right? And then when you get out and you gotta do the self promotion, what happens? Well, you kind of look like Donald Trump. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because you, you're pushing in the in the beginning, you're pushing yourself, right? You're pushing yourself, right? And then that goes against all. Anything humble, right? You're pushing yourself. You go, oh, well, hey, you know, hey, hey, here's my card, here's my card. It's like, oh, brother's handing on his card over there. What, he, th- he th- think he the kind or what? You see what I'm saying? So, but you got to do that. You got to do that. You got to shake hands and kiss babies in the beginning. And and if you're smart, then then you keep you keep doing them. And you get into that habit. Okay, and the habits that you develop and the people that you hang around with and the things that you do, you got to be congruent. You got to have congruency. In other words, okay, and this works in, in the business world. It works with women. It works with men. It works with everything. You got to be the same guy all the time. Okay, I, I'm never the exact same guy, but I tell you what, you never, you will never see me in public. With with puka t-shirt and shorts is what they say in Hawaii. So you guys in the mainland put so you, your shirt with holes in it, t-shirt with holes in it. You know that shirt you you sit around watching a game in and you spill beer on and you get yeah that shirt yeah okay you know you will never see me with that shirt in public wearing a pair of shorts and and yeah so you get it you see but you gotta be consistent okay and you gotta believe in you. Now, when you develop develop that belief in you, and it takes some time to work it up, because we not we're not taught to believe in ourselves. We're taught to believe in God. We're taught that there, there's this Savior that's going to come and get us one day, right? And generations have come and gone already. They they believe it. They gone, and then pretty soon they're gone. Okay, because it all happens inside, not outside. Man is responsible for everything outside. Everything inside is God. God is responsible for everything inside. Man created everything outside. Just remember that. Okay? So have more faith in yourself. Okay? Put more faith in yourself. God comes first. So this is the order. God first. Then you. Then your family. Then everybody else. Okay? And and if you love in that order. Love God first. Love you next. Love your wife. Love your kids. Love your relatives. And then love everybody else. And you follow that pattern, Hawaiians. You cannot go wrong. You cannot go wrong. Okay? And, and maybe you was meant to hear this on this podcast. But this is the law of attraction. It works in every human being. So, so don't sit around waiting for something to happen. You see, a lot of people do that. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. Oh, what's going to happen next? And they're worried. Oh, but the next thing you know, this is going to happen, right? And then it happens. And they bring it into their life and they go... Oh, you see, I told you it's going to happen. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Life happens. Life doesn't happen to you. Life happens for you. But you got to take the lead. When you take the lead and you take the steps, everything corresponds to make it happen, Hawaiians. And you got to do them that way, Hawaiians, because I'm telling you, if, if it's one thing that I, you know. Oh, sorry, sorry, Hawaiians. I, I, I got to go. I, I got to go, Hawaiians. But yeah, yeah. One thing I learned is that, yeah, you can make anything happen if you really want it. All right. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa, Butter Randy and Sister Jerry. We also want to thank Voice Master Enterprises, family of service companies. Also, Darren Chinen and his music, 
on afmhawaiimusic.com, uh, afmhawaiimusic.com, and uh, check him out on iTunes, download his music. Until next time, I'm Junior Kekoe, Virginia. Mahalo and aloha.